Hello everyone, how's it going, how's it going? This is Coach Cookie, your life and relationship coach. If this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for joining me today. If you like what you hear, please give the podcast a like, comment, and don't forget to share with family and friends. To my regular listeners out there, welcome back. And I want you to know that you're greatly appreciated. Here at Rising Higher, I'm going to give you some snippets for success to not only help you to survive, but to help you thrive. Now, in today's episode, I want to discuss are psychopaths actually narcissists? But before we get into that, let's talk about the high points from last week's episode titled, What is the difference between the overt and the covert narcissist? Now, covert means hidden or secret. The covert narcissist does not appear to be a narcissist at all. They appear to be very insecure, helpless, and needy. The covert narcissist makes his victims believe that he needs them. The overt means plainly see or not hidden. So the overt narcissist is loud and arrogant, and he's going to scream for everyone to hear and know that he needs to be catered to immediately. Now, the overt narcissist makes his victims believe they need him. Both types of narcissists have the same needs, but they have very different manipulation tactics to get those needs met. If this sounds like something you want to learn more about, check out their entire episode. Again, it's called The Difference Between the Overt and the Covert Narcissist. Okay, so now we're on my favorite part of the show, Keeping It Real. And on Keeping It Real, I get questions that have been emailed uh, to me from my listeners on questions that they want me to answer. And so I answer those questions on the show. So today on Keeping It Real, I have a question from Anthony. And he says, hey, Coach Cookie, I have been in this relationship with a female for four years. In the beginning of the relationship, we were both so happy and it seemed like we were so compatible. Recently, it just seems like I can't do anything to make her happy. And it has me stressed out and depressed. I'm not sure if I'm making too much out of this or not, but I just feel stuck and I don't know what to do. Help me, coach. Wow. This is a little bit of a different question. But let me say this first. I have to say this. I am so glad to get a question from a man. Yay! To all my men out there having issues, I'm more than happy to answer your questions as well. This show is for men and women alike. Okay, so now to focus on this question. Okay, so accepting that your partner is contributing to your depression is hard to face, especially if you're desperately wanting things to work out. So a few things that could be happening in your relationship that could cause your depression. While I'm answering this question, take some time and meditate and think where the problem could have come from. The reality, Anthony, is that a lot of times as years go by, our needs change. That's why in some relationships in the beginning, it's filled with magical moments, mostly during the honeymoon phase. And we often wish these moments would last forever. But as the years go by, you might find yourself in a relationship with a completely different person. For example, there is lack of communication, which is one of the most common reasons for failed relationships. No matter which partner lacks communication skills, the relationship will likely suffer as a result causing depression for one or maybe even both partners. 
Another example could be that you can't connect emotionally with your partner. The strongest partners connect with each other on a deep emotional level. So when that emotional connection seems muddled or distorted, it leaves both partners feeling confused and lost. If you find that you are much more willing to talk about your feelings than your partner is, it may cause you to feel dissatisfied and misunderstood. Now, a third example could be that you don't work together toward a common goal. There, uh, let me just say that there's nothing worse than a partner who doesn't support your dreams. If someone is holding you back from reaching your goals or dreams, it won't be long before you start feeling depressed. If your partner is not goal-oriented like you are, it might make you feel like your partner is forcing you to choose between your relationship and your dreams. Whatever the case may be, the reality is, is that you and your partner may have different needs, different goals, the communication is off, different priorities, and different expectations. And these problems arise when your partner can't relate to you in order to meet your changing expectations. So I'm not really around to talk to both of you guys. And I am not in the middle of doing a session or anything with you both together. But to me, it sounds like that you both have grown apart and really that's okay. Just, just because she may have been a great catch or a great match for you four or five years ago doesn't mean that we should hold on to someone who is aligned with our past values and they're not aligned to our present values. To all my listeners out there who are dating, it's always a good idea to reevaluate our relationships because sometimes as the years go by, our values change. Go with what your inner feelings is telling you to do and trust those feelings. Anthony, if this is something that you're struggling with, we may need to talk. Hit me up at heycoachcookie at gmail.com to see if you can benefit from one-on-one coaching. I'm going to jump right into the main topic for the day. Now, For any of my listeners out there who have been unfortunate enough to encounter a psychopath, we'll tell you that psychopaths are the most selfish people on the planet. They're nothing. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like they care nothing for other people. All they truly care about is what they want. They don't have genuine feelings of their own. The psychopath is like an empty machine, which can only feel its own wants an endless hunger for more. This is not so different from the way that pathological narcissist behaves. So how similar are they? Let's think about this for a minute and review to find out if they are any differences. Both psychopaths and narcissists suffer from what is called the narcissistic wound. This is the defined injury of the psyche, which occurred during the young psychopath or narcissist development. So basically, it's the trauma or series of traumas that made them what they are today. In the narcissist, the traumas occurred after some emotions developed, but before regulation of these emotions or empathy were learned. Therefore, we could say that the narcissist suffers from too much emotion rather than not enough. These emotions he does possess are out of control and unregulated because he's unable to control them, much the same way a very young child is unable to control their emotions. The narcissist's emotions are all self-focused, however, again, like a very young child. And if he possesses empathy at all, 
it is maladaptive or dysfunctional. So the few emotions that he does have are simply too important and they are the focus of his entire being. It is for this reason that he's unable to empathize with other people. Other people just don't matter as much as how he feels. In the psychopath, the, narcissist, the narcissistic wound occurred before any feelings developed at all. Therefore, for all intentions and purposes, the psychopath has no real feelings. These feelings have never developed and they never will. There is no empathy, dysfunctional or otherwise, even for himself. He may feel primitive variations of fear or anger, you know, the kind all animals feel to ensure self-preservation, like fight or flight, but many psychopaths don't even feel those. There is literally nothing there. They only feel physical feelings, such as when something feels good to the body and they can become addicted to these things because it is the only experience they have with real feelings. This is the dynamic we see at play with serial murderers and psychopaths that are adrenaline junkies. In relating to other human beings, there are some differences between the psychopath and the narcissist and there are many similarities. The main differences seem to be in the interpersonal relationships. The pathological narcissist and the antisocial personality are both manipulators and both wear masks. However, the narcissist needs other people very much. The psychopath does not. So the psychopath is not caught up in the emotional baggage carried around by the narcissist. The psychopath can play out a role for a very extended period of time if he must do that. He can derive private, he can uh, derive private dis, uh, he can derive private satisfaction from his wrongdoings without relying on external validation or how powerful he is. This is something the narcissist has a lot of trouble with and his true self and his true self always comes through in the end because it demands acknowledgement and it demands satisfaction loudly. This end goal is purely selfish. The psychopath's goals are selfish as well, but they do not rely on the validation of others. Because of this, his ego does not come into play the same way the narcissist's ego does. This is why the psychopath can remain hidden far, far longer. In fact, unless he makes a very serious mistake, which is rare, but does happen, he may never be revealed. So, is there really a difference between psychopaths and narcissists? I believe there's a difference only in degrees. So, when narcissism is at the point where the personality is so self-involved and self and self-focused that literally, literally the only feelings which may occur, occur are those aimed at making the self feel good. You have a psychopath. The truth of the matter is that the narcissistic personality disorder and the antisocial personality disorder are always miserable because their ultimate goal is to silence and appease the ego. So in essence, since all psychopaths are end-stage narcissists, it's safe to conclude that psychopaths are in fact narcissists and the narcissists are, in fact, lesser psychopaths. Ooh, I probably got y'all confused with that one. Hit me up if y'all need to talk about that a little bit more. I can help you out. I hope this resonated with someone today. I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Remember, it will help someone out there who is going through something similar to this. And hearing your stories or your experiences with this topic will help them on their healing journey. Remember, I love each and every one of you guys and I'm here for you. So I want to be able to bring content that meets your needs. So if you uh, have any questions that you would like for me to answer, or if you have a topic that you would like for me to do an episode on, please let me know. 
Anyone that needs one-on-one coaching, please hit me up at headcoachcookie at gmail.com. This is Coach Cook reminding you to love yourself first as we rise higher together. Sending everyone a big hug and letting you know I'll talk to you soon.